coming down the wall, weighing in at a total combined weight of 525 pounds, John and Chris, the Bad Dirty Thumb Podcast. Hey, Fox. We're recording right now, right now? Hey, boop. Yep. Take a I'm, shot. Eh, take a shot. I've been, uh, I've been mumbling, not mumbling. I've been fucking up the words I've been saying lately. This coffee right before recording isn't going to help either. Yeah. Fucks. You're fucks still. Hey, fucks. You're painting new coats. I'm painting new coats. <laughs> ben Coats. Uh, ben Coats of painting. Did we talk about this last week? Shiki Baby died. I think Shiki Baby died after we recorded last week. Uh, all right. On the, wen- on the wedness day. Well, yeah. Iron Sheik died. See, there's some meat on that bone. Did I ever tell you about the time I talked to the Iron Sheik on the phone? No, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to a um, I went to a Christmas party in uh, in Reading, Massachusetts. Is a nice guy. He's kind of a dorky kid, but he's a nice guy. I like him. And there's some people there I didn't know, and they they found out that I liked wrestling because it's most of my personality to those types of people. And one of these kids like worked like for a company that did indies or something. And he just hands me a phone and he's like, I just dialed the Iron Sheik. And he fucking answered. And I have no idea what to say to the Iron Sheik. If I handed you a phone and said it was dialing the Iron Sheik, would you know what to say right away? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would not. Oh, 100%. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, cause it's Bry. <laughs> it's Bry. <laughs> be like, who the fuck are you? Brian Blair. <laughs> I heard what you said about me. I'm challenging you to a Texas death match. <laughs> well, I just said Sheiky Baby twice, and he go what? And, and then I went ah, and I hung up. And I think about it every once in a while, and I cringe because it was a. Not only was it a missed opportunity, it was like a. I didn't behave myself in a way that I really should have. Yeah. I did. I crumbled under pressure. That's it happens. I believe Danny P was there for this. Sometimes pressure makes diamonds. Sometimes pressure breaks us. I, f- I feel like I learned a lot from that experience, but. Yeah. It was. Uh, no. First thing on my mind was like, just say you're Brian Blair and <laughs> fucking ch- just fucking antagonize him. <laughs> <laughs> just be Vern and be like thank like, give him shit for not breaking Hogan's leg like, <laughs> you could have had it all cause <laughs> no I'd just be like you know you all, all you talk about is fucking dudes with the ass you got a boner when you wrestled Hogan <laughs> <laughs> you know all, all the things that I've talked about let's pull that up Sheik <laughs> uh, Boner enjoy the what the algorithm does to your searches now i do not it cannot make my search any weirder i think i actually did this too i sent it to my friend mary <laughs> what a perfect picture yeah i i, I sent that to uh my friend <laughs> i want to add i want to sit put that on the uh, old instagram she's been uh playing dungeons and dragons on the computer <clears throat> and uh one of the the ai generated characters looked like me so I kept on saying how he was going to die real quick and stuff, and then he did. And now his son was about to uh, avenge his death and failed and died. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, like, burying him. But I'm like, that guy fucking sucks. He's going to die. He's worthless. And then she was just like, yeah, he's a known liar. 
But uh, put this coffee on the ground because I feel like it's making me all jittery. Get the jitterbug. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just like hit you like wham. <laughs> I don't want to be the other guy from Wham. <laughs> um. I don't remember the other guy from Wham's name. Yeah, that's when uh. It's a Thirty Rock episode, isn't it? No, it's when Ken, it's Kenny versus Spenny when uh, Kenny tricks Spenny to thinking his uh, screenplay got picked up by Robert De Niro. And uh, he's flying to Los, Los Angeles, and he was just like, he's like, I don't want you to be George Michael, and I'm the other guy from Wham. <laughs> uh, all right. That's we'll like do. one of the best episodes. Another Google search. Other guy from Wham. You only have to go, other guy F. Andrew Ridgely. Still alive. Who do you think's more insane, Andrew Ridgely or Marty Jannetty? Oh, Marty Jannetty. Yeah, I think Andrew Ridgely might have <laughs> been like, "Well, it was a good, a good run." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Marty Jannetty's like, "Fuck." There's a Marty Jannetty episode of Dark Side that's got to be insane. Does it come out yet? Not yet. No, I think All it's right. probably the finale. Okay, is my guess. Um. Have you, you watched any of the Dark Sides? Uh, I believe I'm, there's, there's only been two episodes so far, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm caught up then. Okay, me too. What, uh, what do you think of Candida? I, I liked it. It was what you'd expect. I liked how much Candida it was and how little sunny it was. Yeah, that was the best part. I don't want... I've had enough it's, of her. It's, it's like sort of like you hear so much about Sunny and you hear so little about Candida, so it's nice yeah. to get, give him his, his day in the sun. You know, twenty years after he also makes died. Paul look like an ass. Paulie look like an ass for a little while too. That's fun. I mean, he is an asshole. So yeah. Um, the Magnum episode was kind of boring. Yeah, they didn't talk about Tully Blanchard. No. Like you'd have thought they would have. Like they talked about uh, Nikita Koloff in that feud, but they didn't talk about Tully in that feud at all. And like I've probably seen that match, the, the cage match, more than I've seen any of the Nikita Koloff stuff. Yeah. There's a cool little car he had. <laughs> the Porsche. Yeah. The little red Porsche. Like, what a little dick car to fucking crash <laughs> in the. Yeah, I was driving my little dick car fast in the rain. <laughs> uh, speaking I was going to retire from being a wrestler and I was going to go race cars. <laughs> but I can't even drive it home without crashing it. Nick Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hogan TA. <laughs> And there's the episode name. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, where was I going with that? You made me laugh and I forget. This week's is uh, oh. the Graham Brothers. Okay. What was it? The dad and then the son? Yeah, the, the real crazy uh, fucking... Mike? No, Eddie Graham was the real Ed- fucking crazy one. Yeah, that's the dad. Yeah. And then Mike was the son. He's the one that uh, that was on those round tables, like, looking like fucking, fucking Walmart Jimmy Hart. He broke a hundred guitars, never drew a dime. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're, this were a video podcast, you would have seen me shaking my head like him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, he, uh. Wait, what did Nash say? I know it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It's going to have to main event. It was going to have to go 20. It's hard to get 12 at a house show. <laughs> yeah. He opened the door. Bill Wath came through the door. And brother, he came out of the shining light. <laughs> Did you break his jaw on purpose or was it by accident? 
It was on purpose. <laughs> that, that show is a goldmine just for fucking old timey wrestlers talking about how badass they were. Yeah, they're, the they're, they're flying from the rafters. Yeah. Uh, I've probably told this story on this pod before, probably multiple times at this point, but I'll, I've definitely told you. But when those would come out on 24 7, we would watch it at Bry's house, and eventually we started having a sip every time they said the word territory. And then one of the times it was the territory episode and I do not remember going to bed that night. Uh, I woke up in a dorm room. I know that. I like when uh, they brought DDP in to defend Carl Malone and uh, fucking what's his face. Uh, Jay Leno. No. uh, Rodman. No. John Stockton. David Arquette. Arquette. (laughs) Yeah. The Malone one. I mean, you could defend the move. I think it drew a lot of money, actually. Yeah, th- th- well, that's what he was saying. Was just like it drew money, and he was dedicated and made it look. Yeah, Carmelo's a piece of dog shit. Yes, but. yeah. Turns out I never knew that that stuff until very recently. But that's why I guess they never have him around anymore. Yeah, because that shit. And then to sometimes they do. They do, but then, every once in a while, yeah. Well, not wrestling doesn't, but no, I, that's what I mean. Like the NBA, they do. I haven't seen him in forever. No, they they don't hesitate to talk about him, but like, it exists. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you don't know, Carmelo got like a twelve year old pregnant when he was in college. Yeah, and then like really was like pretty shitty about it too. Yeah. Like he wasn't like oh fuck. Yeah. So I didn't know that until a couple months ago, and that kind of changes the whole perspective of that for me. Now I'm like Dennis Dennis Rodman was the baby face the whole time. Ugh. Maybe yeah. there were no winners in that one. <laughs> Paige, Paige and Rodman should have. Paige and Rodman. Yeah, Paige. Paige has been pretty. You know, I know people like I have. I know people who are definitely like uh, DDP is like leeching off like wrestlers to try to like build his company name and stuff. You know, but he does kinda, provide a service. I'm like, well, he is like keeping them alive, so that is like good. Whether he whether he's using them or not, like that's what I mean. Like, I mean, as far as like. Like workout shysters are concerned, he's probably the best one. But he's all he's doing is changing the name of actual yoga moves, right? And like and marketing it to people who would never have done it without him right. telling them to do it. Yeah, it's like no, no. Like it just shows you how fucking like we're gonna use the phrase toxic masculinity right now. Like how that exists because all. Dallas Page had to do was change the names of the moves to something cooler, and then guys are like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like I knew doing no gay ass downward dog. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I do uh, I do the yogas sometimes when I'm not like I need to start doing unable it to get out of bed. It's yeah, it's like the it's like the best thing you can do for your body. Except I'm just like I don't got twenty minutes. Yeah, but I'll, I'll do 45 minutes of just looking for a video to play, never mind watching a video. I keep on doing dumb things to myself, and then I wound up <laughs> having complications. That could have been avoided by just doing yoga in the first place? No, that could have been avoided by fucking not doing stupid things that reopen wounds. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> bull, bull riding competition? Uh, no, I, I, went to, uh, I went to Hampton Beach on Friday. I saw that. And uh, 
Yeah, I've I've not had a great weekend since. Oh, <laughs> so went to Hampton Beach on Friday. Had a few I, shots. It was a great. It was a great day and, and a fun time. But uh, yeah, I probably should take it easy for a little while. Fair enough. <laughs> which is kind of why I haven't done anything really since like last October, which would be I mean September now. But like, yeah, this was my first like real excursion to go do something, and uh, I was like definitely feeling it during, throughout the night and then I was, I was driving home i was just like it's all foggy so i'm like could barely see and i'm in pain and i'm just like ah oh, this really fucking sucks <laughs> this really sucks a lot you should have taken an uber <laughs> to hampton yeah <laughs> no it's 33 miles so let's let's see what an uber costs i'm guessing it would be like a hundred dollars i'm gonna say 60 both ways oh no probably well, we'll see. Yeah, From here, it might not be that bad. <coughs> yeah, but I mean... Or I could spend $20 on gas and be good. Hampton Beach. <laughs> yeah. Hampton Beach. I'm guessing... You like, have to give a fucking address in this goddamn app. We're going to go... We're just going to do it to a uh, casino ballroom. Yeah. Or you just say one L Street or something like that. All the streets are like letter names. There's Boston Ave out though. So yeah, sixty six away. Yeah, absolutely not. Well, because yeah, driving the the show. By the way, Kill Switch was really good live. I was I was I was impressed with how much I liked them. I saw Joey Belladonna came out and sang. Yeah, they they did Holy Diver. That was awesome. That was easily the the best song of the night for me. But they did play some wrestling themes too. Which oh, they did. Me. Yeah. So uh, I was doing the CM Punk thing uh, when they played that theme, and then oh, they, they played that. Yeah. And then they played Roderick Strong's theme. Of course, well, I mean that's like their biggest song. So uh, CM Punk's theme is I like that better than Cult of Personality. No, especially in a WWE context. Yeah. No, Cult of Personality is way better. Do you think he actually listens to Kill Switch Engage? Uh, it seems like he's more of a rancid H two O guy. I think I think it. I think metalcore probably get, makes its way in. He certainly looked like he was a metalcore guy at the he, beginning. In two thousand six, yeah, he was like every metalcore singer. He had like chin length hair, chin length hair, and the, the lip ring. Yeah, like <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with a lip ring. No, it was, it was just the style at the time. It was like an onion around your belt. Yeah, which is the style of the time. Uh, but yeah, the, the Kill Switch show was actually very good. I'm not the biggest Kill Switch guy anyway, but like, they were surprisingly good players and singers too. They did like three wave vocal harmonies that were very good. And lots of harmonics. Yeah. They're not afraid of them. Yeah. In a Zach Wild way. Uh,. They do different, but like, yeah, same, yeah, same idea. Woo, woo. Um, I played ski ball. That was another thing I did. Um, it was like a hundred degrees in the Funorama place. There, you ever been there? Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Um, as I was playing, they shut the lights off, basically <laughs> saying like, "Get out!" Like, get the they, fuck out! They, like, I was like the only person. Like, there was probably like 10 people there. They could have just made an announcement like, hey, we're closing in 10 minutes. And But no, they just start to shut the lights off. Like, just being real, like, passive-aggressive about it. I hate shit like that. Yeah. 
can't do that shit. Yeah. Well, you can do that shit, but it's annoying. Because I'm like in the middle of my turn and like they're shutting the lights off. I was like, oh, oh cool. But whatever. <laughs> and then we went to a, a rock store there, which had a ton of just fucking pro-Trump fucking dog shit. Yeah. The rock store went a little fucking farther right than you would see coming from than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Disappointing. Well, that's what they, I mean, that's that whole area. Yeah. You see it on the way up there in the trailer parks. Be like, it's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Um, you started with- Oh, Mag- yeah, Magnum TA's uh, thing when they were talking about the driving and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like they talk about how he married Tully Blanchard's ex-wife, but they don't mention Tully Blanchard at all. Maybe Tully didn't want any part of it. Maybe they didn't want any part of Tully. Oh, maybe the, Tully didn't want a part of it because of the Ric Flair thing. The blowback from that last year or two years the ago. The what Ric Flair thing? When the the plane ride from hell episode. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Tully's no saint. No, but I'm like, that's not what... The, he he would have just been there to talk about his feud and like how the horsemen were with Tully in the hospital, which was like... They were like sneak into the room to like visit him and stuff. Yeah. No, I mean the... The Flair thing, A, everyone knew that Flair had done that. So anyone that was upset about it, you know who was a real loser in that situation? Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, he's back in Impact now, so. He was back in Impact pretty quickly, but. No, he was gone for a while. Was he? Yeah. Um, It's just. I don't get why he said that. Like, he could have just said nothing. Right. <laughs> he could have just been like, you know, you know, looking back now, obviously we would have done things differently. We were pretty, we were abusing alcohol and we were all pretty much out of our minds. Yes. Like, it, like it's, he could have been like, it's, it's not funny now. At the time we were amused by you it. You don't even like, have to say that. Yeah. Just don't comment on it. He wasn't on the show. Or was yeah, he on was, the show? He was yeah, on the show. Okay. That's how it all happened. It was like him and uh, the referee were just like, Kyoto were just like, yeah, it was awesome. Like, <laughs> 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 just been like, eh, we were drunk and, and we we're doing overseas tours and we're, there's no excuse. And that would have been it. But nope. Because they weren't even involved with it. If they just said, like, yeah, there was just like, obviously, like, don't abuse alcohol because you could do stupid shit like that. And Tommy, who everyone wants to like. Right. No one wants to hate the, Tommy Dreamer. The perennial bit. Heel Tommy Dreamer. Imagine yeah. if he had a heel run. <laughs> Did he ever have a heel run anywhere? I don't think so, no. No. Even when he would come in like for his like quick WWE runs, WWE runs, he would always be a babyface still. Um, Foley talked about... Uh, Dreamer and Funk versus him and Edge on his podcast recently. And he's like, looking back, if I was going to come back, it would have been with someone like a Batista or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it was with Edge. But that's, that's what he's saying. He's like, I wouldn't, like, knowing, like, basically, like, at the time, it was a good idea. But, like, looking back on it, like, it lowered his stock to, like, bring up a guy who they were doing nothing with for, like, four years. So I disagree with him on that. One Night Stand Tommy Dreamer is pretty much Batista. (laughs) 
Um, it's a big spot on that card. That's that was the second biggest match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had the three biggest stars and Tommy Dreamer, who's a big star for that one night. Right, right. Yeah, Pete Rose went with Kane. <laughs> Pete uh, Rose is working with fucking Queewee on the other show. Oh my god! Yeah, who? <laughs> who does Pete Rose work with in WCW '98? Wrath. Yeah. <laughs> the demon, Dale Torborg. That would be 99, yeah. He wasn't there yet. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> what a terrible fuck. Is that the worst thing in wrestling ever? Have we talked about this? I feel like Oklahoma is the worst thing in wrestling to ever happen. Like Russo and Ferrara in WCW is like... It was really an. It was pretty unnecessary. It was such and the payoff was zilch, zilch pay. But like so much of what they did was just like terrible and like so misguided. Let me think. What, what's worse, Mantar? Even I feel like the the, like the stupid t- the stupid ninety five WWF gimmicks. I even feel like that's a step above two thousand WCW. Like, is it just because it's so tasteless and it was bad on the show? It's tasteless, bad on the show, and mean-spirited. Like, wasn't there a Rosie O'Donnell thing on WWE one time? Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell and uh, Donald Trump, when they had their little spat. Uh, And then there was Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. Uh, Well, this was 06, right? That would have been 08. 06 would have been Trump and Rosie or, so, or 07, somewhere in there. The, uh, all, the, that, all, that whole time frame just blurs together to me. The, it's just like, the bad times? <laughs> the bad time. Because it was like after Ruthless Aggression had like been good. Like, and it had been bad for like just long enough to be bad? So like I feel like Ruthless Aggression is like 02 to 05, and then like 06 through like probably CM Punk is just sort of like the dark ages where they like they tried to bring back ECW but make it shitty. Yeah. Like and then they're like, eh, we're gonna have the raw general the the guest host for Raw every week. <laughs> and it's gonna be someone really shitty like Jeremy Piven. <laughs> oh, the Reverend guest ho- Al Sharpton. Was he a Okay. The Reverend Al Sharpton episode is the one that made me quit watching wrestling for the time period. List of Guest Raw. Bob Barker GM. was probably the best. Bob Barker and Pee Wee were really good. Mike Tyson was good too. He he cut a promo on a uh, Hornswoggle saying he was gonna scoop his brain out of his head and throw it against the wall. <laughs> Let's see. Guest host. You Wikipedia in this? Oh, I'm on Wikipedia right now. So the it started in in 09. June of 09. Yeah. The first one? Do you know the first one? Uh, Probably Trump. No, Batista. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. It was Trump, but um, they don't put him here. Why not? I mean, fine if you want to pretend like it didn't happen, but... I, I do. Um, Ted DiBiase... Seth Green, 
Yeah, it was terrible. ZZ Top, Shaquille O'Neal, the aforementioned Jeremy Piven, <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, Freddie Prince Jr., which is unfair, Floyd Mayweather Jr., two juniors in a row, Dusty Rhodes, Bob Barker. That was a good one. Trish Stratus, Cedric the Entertainer, and then the last time, wow, there's a... Just two bad ones in a row. Al Sharpton. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that because I had already quit watching at this point. <laughs> Good time. Uh, Nancy O'Dell and Maria Menounos. Snoop Dogg. Kyle Bush and Joey Logano. I don't know they're who they both, are. I think they're both race car drivers. Oh, okay. And then um, Ozzy and Sharon. Ozzy with uh, the longest gap between WWF appearances, possibly in history. <laughs> the British Bulldogs forever! So I saw someone make a uh, custom LJN of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find that. I don't know who Ricky Hatton is, but that yeah. was in England. Oh, the Ozzy and Sharon was in Worcester. Worcester. Then we had Roddy Piper. Jesse Ventura. And then another bald icon right after Jesse Ventura. Do you know who I'm talking about? Vern Troyer, <laughs> Mark Cuban, Dennis Miller, ha, cha, cha. Johnny Damon. <laughs> it's pretty good. It looks like him. It looks like him. The hair is a little too yellow. That's okay. It's an LJN. Yeah. Uh, Timbaland, Bret Hart, Mike Tyson. John Hader and Don Johnson. I think Bret Hart probably bought, brought me back. And uh, I saw, so I saw Bret Hart and Mike Tyson. Uh, but, but I wasn't watching between Al Sharpton and Bret Hart. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's, let's skip to some good ones. We had Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Chris Angel. Steve Austin. Pete Rose. Um, <laughs> the, the cast from Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, uh. The cast from uh, fucking MacGruber. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Then. Wayne Brady, Flavor Flav, Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho, Hulk Hogan, Edge and Christian. And then that was the last Daniel one. Daniel Bryan was a, a, a raw guest host? In 2014. They were still doing it then? Guess so. Oh, they started doing it again in 14. Okay. <laughs> you know what we need to boost up <laughs> viewership? Bring back the worst idea we had. Wait, what? There's more here? I don't I this list is fucked up. There might be other things on here. Now there's there's the Muppets on there, which I know were an episode because Swaggle was heavily involved. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm not a big Muppets guy. I know he loves Muppets, but Oh uh, Muppets are awesome. Um no. I think, you know, they're good for kids stuff, but like, they're good for adult stuff. Okay. The Muppet show was great. Fun for everyone. Okay. Probably not going to watch it. I know, but, but you know, much better than cheers with coach. Oh, you, you're, you are just all, all fibber. No, those episodes were fantastic. I think most people disagree with you. That's because most people are fucking stupid. Eh, fair enough. Huh. Nah. Nah. Cheers with Coach is fucking fantastic. Uh, I prefer Woody. Woody was Coach. 
They were the same exact person. They shared a brain. That's not true. Yes, it is. Do you think that they transplanted his brain from Coach to Woody? They made it a younger guy so he wouldn't die. Yeah. And it was also funnier. They literally... He was introduced. Woody was introduced by trying to meet up with Coach because they were pen pals, and they're like, "Oh, they write letters." No pens. They exchanged pens with each other through the mail. Yeah, it's a funny joke. Yeah, they're the same fucking person. Because they're both pen enthusiasts. No, because they both misunderstand things the exact same way. They're both like dim-witted. Oh, shucks, golly gee. That's the whole point. Yeah, well, the only coach that I recognize is Mr. Perfect's manager. That's because he was fucking there for a cup of coffee during his IC title run. Bobby sold his contract off to coach. So he could be a commentator. Who was coach? I forget. But Bobby didn't want to be a a manager anymore. He didn't want to take any more bumps. Which is sad because he took the best bumps of anyone in the company. Oh, why would... John Tolos? Tolos? See, Jonathan Coachman fucking muddies up this goddamn this guy, Google search. <laughs> WWE coach, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> uh, the coach who managed, uh, he was trained by Wee Willie Davis. N- not just Willie Davis, Wee Willie Davis. Wee Willie Davis. It's an unfortunate name. Replaced by the genius. He was the Beverly Brothers manager, and then he never came back. He went to the UWF. Herb Abrams UWF. Oh, nice. I love McFoley talking about that time. He's just like, oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> like, Jimmy Snooker was saying something to him. Like, oh, I was worried about this and that and the other thing. He's like, don't worry about it. It's a, it's a Herb show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they had the, the, the street fight where they just went all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know about this. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. We're fine. Herb just wants to do cocaine and yell at things. He he loves the Herbie cookies. (laughs) Who wouldn't want a Herbie cookie? (laughs) Uh, That was a great episode of Dark Side of the Ring. The UWF one? Yeah. Yeah. They should do like a, a Netflix show on that. On UWF, like like glow. Oh no, yeah, like, like an exaggerated version of it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good fucking idea, actually. Yeah. Bring back uh, what's his face, the mustache guy from Glow. Well, I can't think of his Mark name. Mark Marin. Mark Marin, thank you. Yeah, bring back him to be uh, Herb Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Does love cocaine? Well, he did love cocaine. But that's why it, could, it would be perfect, because he could just play the character. Yeah. You bring back the girl, who is the Russian girl in uh, Glow, like the main character. Um, oh, my God. Attila the Hun? No, the main gar- character girl. I never watched Glow, so. All right. Was it a real wrestler on Glow? No. Okay. Um, just the, the main character girl. Um, you give her a role or something, I don't know. Yeah, make glow, but UWF. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? John Day Hopkins is coming to the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, they'll get him right after Lamar Jackson. <laughs> uh, um, well, he's just, I mean, like he's visiting on uh, Thursday. Yeah. I mean, 
He was in Tennessee yesterday. There's two teams that need a receiver, and neither of them have a quarterback. Right. It's like pick your poison. Who do you want to yeah. go with? I know uh, he's visiting Cleveland as well. And uh, reunites. I mean, if you're going to pick a court, if you're going based on quarterback, you go Cleveland. Yeah. Or um, potential of the quarterback. If you're going potential of the quarterback, well, then. I mean, go to Buffalo. Do that. If you're going on. Stephon Diggs hasn't shown up to. Uh, and that's what yet. I mean. Like, Buffalo's looks like they're in disarray right now. He, I guess he showed up, but he didn't practice. Like, he was there in the morning and then left. Yeah. And then they, they asked the coach, like, oh, I don't know why he's here. It's disappointing. I don't like it. Like, you see that, um, what's-his-face is back at practice? Who? Dead guy. Dead guy? The guy from the Bills that died oh, on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name already. Yeah, they gave him a, a clean bill of health a few months ago, yeah. Yeah. I already forget his Crazy. name. Crazy. <laughs> Someone posted, like, he's back on the field and Michael Thomas still isn't back. The guy died and came back to life before Michael Thomas came back. Yeah, Michael Thomas, what are you? What, 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 like, I wouldn't come back for Jameis Winston either. Was it Derek Carr now? Yeah, Derek uh, I Carr. believe they have Derek Carr and one other like, scummy quarterback. Yeah. There's some weird quarterback situations in the in the league this year that I'm not really ready to assess when it comes time for fantasy drafting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if you don't, like, I feel like this year you have to go with, like, a tried and true, like, you need either need Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, or you're probably fucked. All right, so let's, let's see. Maybe Rodgers, too. NFL teams. We're gonna we're gonna pick the weird ones. This is a weird episode because we didn't really have anything going into it, and now we're just naming quarterbacks. But that's fine. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. Eagles, they're all set. Oh yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Chiefs, they're all set. Patriots, we're just gonna assume it's Mac Jones. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. What if it isn't? Um, Remember when it was was supposed to be Cam Newton, and then it was Mac Jones. Yes. Remember that. Well, I don't think there's they have anyone who's like a cut above Mac Jones on their roster. Is that is the the other thing? They could go with Bailey Zappi if Mac Jones is unimpressing, unimpressive. They could, but I don't think they will. We'll see what the preseason says. You know what they say? If Bailey Zappi's terrible, he'll be the starter. Because every time that the the backup is terrible, they end up playing playing well for the Patriots. Yeah. I think they got lucky one game with them. Cause Zappy? Because then they got their asses kicked by the fucking Bears with Zappy. So, I mean, Zappy came in for like the last drive of the half. He played that whole half. He, they scored 14 points, and fucking the Bears scored, what, 35? Man, did like, Bailey Zappy play defense ba- for the entire Bailey, game? Bailey Zappy played the whole second half and didn't score a single point. Yeah. He had a bad half. Yeah. So I feel Mac like Jones. It, Mac Jones also had a bad half too, against the fucking Bears. Except Bailey Zappi's was Bailey Zappi was already losing that game by the time he came in. Regardless, the Vikings they still have Cousins, right? They still have Cousins, but they don't have uh, Cook. Yeah, they released Cook, and he's going to go to the Dolphins probably. Yeah. Bears have Fields. Bills have Allen. Dolphins still have Tua. 
Packers have J- Justin Love. Yep. That's fun. That's interesting. We like that. It's a rebuild. Who's the quarterback of the 49ers next year? Oh, it's uh, uh, Brock Purdy. Is it going to be Brock Purdy again? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they said it. And then uh, what's-his-face uh, is going to be his backup. Wow. I'd be so upset if I was that guy. He got hurt. I mean, like, he's going to have to earn his spot back. Uh, oh, yeah. McCaffrey's still there, too. That's fucked up. Uh, Raiders. Well, that's the thing about the Raiders is uh, Garoppolo failed his uh, physical. And Ra- Raiders. Raiders. So it's Garoppolo right now, but then who's their backup? Is it uh, uh, gonna... Poyer? No, it's uh, Jarrett Stidham. No, Stidham's on. Stidham's somewhere else. Oh, is he? All right. Yeah. Will be the death charge not available? Suck my fucking dink. <laughs> Your we will. It is Hoyer. It is Hoyer. All right. Yep. Garoppolo, Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell, Chase Garbers. <laughs> well. All right. So we got that. Lions still have Goff, I imagine. Fucking piece of shit. He was so good last year, though. He had a good year, but he he's a piece of shit. Giants still have Daniel Jones. Broncos still have Russell Russell Wilson. Wilson. Seahawks still have Geno Smith. Texans? Yeah, it's a wide open uh, situation, isn't it? eh. Texans, QB, Dev Church, CJ Stroud, Davis Mills, Case Keenum. Yeah, CJ Stroud probably has to be the starter. Yeah. But But that's interesting. Maybe they bring up someone from. uh, the XFL or the uh, USFL. I heard the Rock lost $60 million on that XFL Ooh. endeavor. And Young Rock got canceled yesterday. Young Rock was canceled, yeah. yeah. Um, Panthers, they have, they drafted a fucking shit quarterback too. Didn't they sign one? Uh, I was going to say Mayfield, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's no, on no. the Rams. I was going to say Mayfield is a. Uh... I think Bryce, no. Yo- Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. They got Andy Dalton. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. So if they want Bryce Young, they'll have Bryce Young. It'll probably be Bryce Young. But Andy Dalton for a year could be worse. Browns, Ravens. Who the Commanders have? One. Is this where Stidham went? Uh, maybe. I mean, he's not good enough to to start. Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Jake oh, Fromm. Brissett, who weren't there, yeah. I knew they had a, a, a former uh, Patriots quarterback in there. Saints, Saints have um, Carr. Carr yeah. Cardinals are going to start the year with Colt McCoy. Colts quarterback. Who's the quarterback of the fucking Colts? Oh, yeah. I think they drafted one, didn't they? I mean, we're running out of quarterbacks that could start. They keep on doing those like one year quarterback. Oh things. no, they've Garner Minshew and Anthony Richardson. Okay, yep. That's where that's where Garner Minshew went. Okay. That'll at least be fun when they suck. Um Titans. Do they still have It's uh, still Tannehill. Still Tannehill? Jaguars have fucking goat. Chargers have Buccaneers. 
Do they still do they have Blaine Gabbert? <laughs> this might be brutal. Bake they have Baker Mayfield. Okay, yeah. Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, John Walford. Baker Mayfield on the Buccaneers. Brady to Baker. Uh Falcons. There's some real shit quarterbacks in the league this year. And the Falcons have Jesse Bates or Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, Logan Woodside. All right. <laughs> yeah, fan um quarterbacks are gonna be uh, hotter commodities than usual, I think. This yeah. Year. I have no faith in a lot of those fucking people. They're all terrible. Yeah. Like And then you see the backups, they're like the Sam Ellingers of the world who they're bad. It's like I feel like I feel like there's probably like ten or so QBs that you could get consistent like 20 or so points from yeah and the rest you're looking at like 10 14 probably like mac jones ain't gonna give you shit i don't think like he'll probably give you like seven he, i bet he'll average like 15 to 17 points a game yeah and then they'll rely on the run um like you get rogers and the jets he might he might be i think he'll be good layer. Um, someone like Tua, like he'll either get you thirty or nothing. Um, and then like Geno Smith is sort of like the hard line, I think, from like good quarterbacks. It's funny that Geno Smith's on the Seahawks because he's the Matt Hasselbeck role, and it's like <laughs> you just want to like fucking break even at quarterback, Geno Smith. But like he like, I feel like he gives you uh. He gives like you mobility. a chance. Yeah, like, he gives you a he, chance. He can throw the ball, but he gives you mobility too. So he's probably like the cutoff for like a decent starter. Like even still, like I, I if you're going into your season starting Gino Smith, you're probably not gonna. You're in rough shape. Yeah. Like so, and then like you look at like running back and receiver, like that, like nobody values receivers in the league anymore. So people are gonna be bouncing around. You, nobody, they especially don't value running back. So, like, Dalvin Cook's gone from, like... Ezekiel Elliott's not on a team right Ezekiel now. Ezekiel Elliott's gone, right. Like So, like, the people who've been, like, sort of, like, top ten picks in the past seven, eight years are, are all of a sudden, like, like maybe a fourth rounder. If you if you get lucky, you could put them in fourth round, maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This year of fantasy's going to be rough, I think. Like you, you're honestly, this could be like the, uh, this could be an auto draft year where like just as good odds as getting an auto draft good team. As a person who's had a few auto draft teams, you're usually fine if you auto draft. I've had like two or three and yeah. I've won a championship in two different sports with an auto draft team. I mean, granted baseball, you can kind of, you can, you could draft really poorly and still make your team good. I, uh, I I had one really good draft this year and one very mediocre at best draft. In my really good draft, I finished dead last. I, no, I finished second to last. And then in my uh, my mediocre to not so great draft, I won the championship. So yeah, that's the draft means nothing. You can't win the draft. It's all about uh, building up your team from the uh, the waiver wire because nobody fucking wants to trade. 
I posted that picture of uh, Iron Sheik with the boner, and then someone sent me a message that said, "Is he boned up or what?" <laughs> and like, yes, he's boned up. That's why I posted it. <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't even want to do fucking fantasy football. I just want to bet on games. I mean, you can do that now. I know. And you should do that now if you like to do it. Yeah. Fucking fantasy football. I had such a miserable time this year doing it. I hated it this year. It's because you did too many. I did three. That's too many. Do one. Do the one that you like the most. The one I like the most, I did the worst. Who cares if you do one and you do bad? You can do bad at something. I don't want to do bad. You're not a good, good loser, are you? No. Yeah. I want to win. I yeah, know. And sometimes I'm, I'm like Deborah. Sometimes you're gonna Milf Island. <laughs> I didn't come here to make friends. I came to win. <laughs> Somebody, you can't win fantasy football every year. It's hard. I won my first championship this year. Yeah. So I, I feel like I've done a pretty good job at losing. Since, but but like honestly. The reason I lost was not my fault. I've lost because of two people. Fucking Jared Goff and uh, Slayton from the Giants. He cost me a championship. I've told you that story. How I had uh, a 20-point buffer. Saquon Barkley. uh, uh, Fucking Jeffries. Jeffries got hurt. uh, Barkley got eight points. And uh, Slayton got 29 points. (laughs) So that's why I lost the game. And if... Everything had gone the same, I would have won the championship. So, yeah, that's the way the, the uh, fantasy cookie crumbles for me. Or you yeah. could you could be Matt who had to lose your, that fantasy championship because some guy died on the field. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to a lot of people this year, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Paper champions yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, we put an asterisk next to that next next to that one. I think I won regardless though. That's what I would say too if I was worried no, about I, my championship being illegitimate. No, because I th- I don't think they had any uh Bills players or uh Bengals players. I think th- the game had already been settled. So I won. Like Clean? Yeah. In the middle of the ring. But I could see how people would, uh, yeah. (laughs) All right. And then the the league was just like, we're not even going to bother to try to replay this game. Well, no, it didn't make enough difference to do it. Yeah. What do you do in that situation if you're them? Um, Well, they were trying to play the game that day. They they did screw up uh, the playoffs a little bit, though. Bills wound up losing home field advantage to the Chiefs. So it would have been in the best interest of them to keep playing. Yes. From that, from that standpoint, from a, but like, what do you do? In that if you situation? take the human element yeah. out of it, you have to, but unfortunately they're humans that are playing it. Right. So, uh, and then Stefan Diggs was like, I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stefan Diggs come to the Patriots, dude. Demand a trade. Plenty of room for you here. Yeah. You want a banner. Yeah. 16 and 0, even if you don't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. God damn it. That banner's not up anymore, is it? I believe they've taken that one down, yeah. yes. Yeah. 
I went there last year, so I would have noticed it, I feel like. But You know, I've never gone to a Patriots game that, that Tom Brady wasn't playing quarterback for. I saw the uh, Mac Jones decimation of the Jaguars where he threw three touchdown passes to Christian Wilkerson. I didn't. It was fifty to ten. That was uh, <laughs> that was when that Urban was when Meyer. the uh, the Patriots were in first place in the uh, the division for like just the, sl- the smallest little period yeah, of two, time. for two weeks. Yeah. That was right after the, the, the first place in the AFC, I should yeah. say. That was after the wind game. It was after the win game, and they beat the uh, the Jaguars fifty to ten. And I think with the Bills' loss, that put them in first place in the entire conference. So they were first overall for like two weeks. That was a real fun time. And then, uh, and, then and then they finished like seventh or eighth place. Well, then they they lost. Then they got smoked by the Colts, and then it all went downhill from there. Yeah. Which terrible? How do you lose to that shitty team? There. That was the uh, the Jonathan Taylor year. Yeah. They were supposed to be so good. I mean, they were playing super well. It was like, wow, I mean, got to watch out for the Colts. And then they missed the playoffs because they lost to the fucking Jaguars in the last game of the season. The bad Jaguars. That was a fun uh, end of the year week because you had the the Chargers miss the playoffs because their coach is an idiot and called a timeout so the Raiders could fucking kick a field goal and beat them in overtime instead of just fucking running out the clock, them tying, and then both making the playoffs. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Um, yeah, um, Indy lost to the Jaguars to lose their playoff spot, so it wound up being Pittsburgh because they did the uh, Ben Roethlisberger's last game, the big farewell, yeah. and it's like, oh, you're going to go to Kansas City and get your ass kicked. Get fucking killed. So they got <laughs> he got killed in the playoffs two years in a row. <laughs> that was a fun end of the season. <laughs> and then the Patriots got murdered. Oh, that was the Patriots just... did make the playoffs that year. Yeah, and boy, they, did they get murdered. God, they the Bills didn't even have to punt. <laughs> no, this year when the Bills punted in like the third quarter, they're like, "This is the first time they've had to punt in like seven quarters against the Patriots." And I'm just like, "Oh God." <laughs> I mean, granted, the game before, all they did was punt. They got all their punts out in one game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a shitty game. Ugh. The Monday night game? The wind game, yeah. I loved that game. No, like, I'm just saying, like, from, like, a, like, just, like, a, a, it's funny to watch, but it's just shitty because, like, nothing good happened. Like, Mac Jones threw three passes and completed one. I thought he completed two. I thought he was two Maybe, for two. Was it two? It was. I, I thought he complete, We attempted three passes and completed one or two. Okay, Patriots, Bills, wind game. Fourteen to ten, December sixth, twenty twenty one. Uh, sixty four yard run. You gotta love it. And then the two point conversion. He he did try to throw three times. He did complete two. Two for three for 19 yards. <laughs> and they tr- the Bills tried to play a football game and tried to throw the ball a lot more. I mean, they had to because they were, I mean, they were, they were trying to score at the end. Yeah. And also, the wind led up. You could throw the ball a little bit at the yeah. end. Uh, Allen was 15 for 30 for 145 and a touchdown. So, so he did throw a touch. He threw a touchdown in the first quarter. <laughs> Patriots up eight nothing. They didn't even try to kick it in the. Or they did, they had the shit side too though. 
Son of a bitch. Yeah. That was a funny game, but shitty game. Um, another funny but shitty game was the rain game against Baltimore. Which one was that? When uh, it was the year before um, when, uh, what's his face? Cam Newton was the quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. We only, the Patriots only won that game because of the rain. It was like torrential downpour. And the Patriots highlighted, like, just had ball security. Remember when they played the Seahawks in that game? The first game of the season, like, all right, this might work. And then Cam Newton gets tackled, like, by a child trying to run the ball in on the last play of the game. Like, oh, God, this is going to suck. Yeah, he got stopped at, like, the one-yard line. Started on the one-yard line, got stopped at the two. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, it was a real fucking uh, Super Bowl. Uh, 36 situation. 36? Yeah. What was it 37? No, it was 36 because Baltimore won 37. We won 38. Super Bowl 36? Yeah, when, uh, whatchamacallit, we're playing the Rams and they got stopped. They were about to score, but they got tackled at the one Tennessee? yard line. Tennessee, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the, uh, the Eddie George and Jeff Fisher versus the greatest show on turf. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I've watched that's a good um you ever watch like the the Super Bowl like fuck, I don't it's called America's Game, I think it's called. No. Yeah, it's like a like a recap. It's good. It's good stuff. Um if you ever want to rewatch like a good Super Bowl game, rewatch the one Patriots against Philly from the one uh, where, 2000s. The one where they run like 45 screenplays. <laughs> but it's a very uh, high scoring game. The, the, the best player on the field is Rodney Harrison. By a lot. I've watched that one a couple times. Alright. <laughs> I, like I like watching the old games. Back when the players were men. <laughs> Before all this confusion. Before. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Oh, speaking of that stuff, um, Rivers of Nile's bass player uh, got caught like in a whole bunch of like alt right white nationalist shit. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "Oh, I I like that stuff to sort of keep my feed diverse." And I'm looking at your likes. I'm like, "You don't like anything else but this shit." I'm like, "You are in that echo chamber." Like you fucking clown. He's like, "This doesn't reflect my personal beliefs." No, you got oh, caught. You got caught, and you realize that you did something that's going to affect your job pretty heavily. I doubt it. The standards for liking metal bands these days is very low. Is he still in the band? Oh, yeah. He's the main songwriter guy. Yeah. Well, he just fuck rivers in the hell. Yeah. Um, in the hill? Yeah. I mean, like, those guys have crashed here a few times. Like, yeah, I'm done with them. In the inside of this home? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Pressure wash this place. Yeah, I'm just like bummed out that like like it wasn't just like the run of the mill stuff. It was like very out there stuff. He was like talking it was like in posts about like America trying to be more like Saudi Arabia and like full on fascism and like murdering people. Like kill all the gays type of stuff. He was like liking those types of tweets. Oh good. Yeah. Let's see if there's any backlash on the. Uh... Are they I, like a big band? They're they're on Metal Blade. 
I, I, they have new music coming out. That's all I've seen. And I think the the Adam like tried to say like, oh, it's just because I want to keep my, I don't want to be in an echo chamber. But like again, that's all he likes is that shit. So, well, he looks like a alt right butthole. Yeah. But other than that, no, no backlash. I think it's just a couple people just noticing it and being like, eh, fuck this band. And then most other people just being like, oh, you can like what he wants. <laughs> Please, Who's the bass player? Uh, Adam Biggs. Guy with the mustache, long hair. Looks like a butthole to me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, fuck them. That's not the shit that I like anyways. Yeah. But, you know, that's how it goes. Like I said, the standards for metal bands these days is pretty low. Well, I like to keep my standards high. Me too. Just because we sound like we're sexist doesn't mean that we're uh, not as left as you get. Who's this? Drive by Bukaki. Okay, yeah. Oh, I mean, Nitro Party is clearly as far left as you can get. Clearly. Yeah. But. We're just, we're just playing songs that glorify racists, not being <laughs> racists. You're a dude look crow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, what else is going on? Anything else? Oh. Um. Anything wrestling? They CM Punk's back. CM Punk is coming back at Collision. Yep. Yep. I guess they have sold like an extra thousand tickets in the United Center, but everywhere else is struggling. I think one place only has like eight hundred tickets sold. I mean, that's not a CM Punk problem. That's an AEW problem. It's an AEW problem. They're going to. It's in Saskatchewan. No. So, and I guess people are saying like, "Oh, everyone left town and is at the lake." I'm like. <laughs> An entire town does not go to a lake. Like, there are still people there. That new 24-hour gas station opened up? Right. I'm like, it's, and then they started running around, running down, like, why they might be doing that. And it's because they're running, like, multiple shows in the same city in a short amount of time. Like, so you have, like, Forbidden Door sold out in Toronto, like, very quickly. But then they have, like, a collision in Toronto, like, a week or two later. And, like, that is not selling well. Well, do you think maybe because their TVs are terrible? Not terrible, but they they definitely. Uh, the best way I would describe AEW is that one week you are eating filet mignon, and the next week you're eating cube steak. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, because sometimes it's well, cube steak's a little uh, generous. Like, there was one dynamite a few months ago where I was like, "This is the worst episode of dynamite they've ever put I've, on." I've ever seen. But then, like a few weeks later, it was like, "Oh, this episode's really good." Um, but they do a lot of stuff that like, and this has been from the get go, like they've always had like the nightmare collective thing going on, like something in like the undercard that just sucks and it will never work ever, but they're trying it anyway. Like making Hobbs join up with uh QT Marshall when he won the TB- uh, yeah. TNT title, like way to kill that off. <laughs> like, like uh he's like as stubborn as vince's but it's over like the stupidest shit 
Like Vince is so stubborn because he wants Roman Reigns to be the top babyface, but Tony Khan's stubborn because he just needs to have QT Marshall and fucking something. Yeah, it's like at least like Vince is swinging for the fences. Um, because sometimes they will have like good wrestling, but like sometimes they'll have bad stories, and sometimes they'll have bad stories and okay wrestling. It's it's very weird. Yeah, the show, and I could see why people are losing interest i still like it because like there's like every dynamite will have one or two matches that are very good but i could see why people are wwe wwe focused right now even though the wwe weekly showed way worse than dynamite i watched i watched an episode of smackdown recently and i was like this fucking show is garbage i haven't watched wwe since mania yeah and like their big shows are usually really good but like their weekly tv shows like i if you criticize dynamite but then watch that like i'm sorry you don't have a leg to stand on like i gave it a shot and it was not good i mean it's usually just there every show is one segment uh this was focused around roman reigns a thousand rain days champion that was the last episode of wwe i watched and, like, the packages for Roman Reigns were really good, but, like, they would just do, like, dumb matches that had that served no purpose. And then they had, like, one decent match. Did you see who's in Money in the Bank? It's uh, L.A. Knight. Uh, no, I'd have to look this up. I, all I know is L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Um, Ricochet. Shinsuke. Um, uh fucking pete dunn shit yeah ricochet nakamura la knight santos escobar butch and damian priest on the women's side you have zelina vega becky lynch zoe stark bailey eo sky and one more woman to be determined and then you have cody rhodes versus dominic mysterio in a singles match oh okay i mean i'm into that yeah. Uh, this has Anthony Agogo feud written all over it. Uh, Why? Dominic's the most fucking overheel they have. Yeah, but I, can't, I feel like Cody's spinning his tires right now. That's okay. You can spin your tires if you're Cody. You don't even have. I guess if it's money in the bank, that's the draw. Also, I'm, what I'm saying? Dom wins. Yeah. I think they'll have Cody win that one. Not if not if Bork Bork interferes. All right, yeah, if Bork interferes. Yeah, wait. Cody is all about the greater good. And Cody will lose to the lose to Dominic to hear the booze. He's smart. Cody's good at WWE. I wasn't the biggest fan of his uh, Lesnar, the last Lesnar match. The one that I didn't watch it, but was, it was better. I thought um, it was Cody. Cody had a broken arm. Yeah, so he was like keeping it away from Brock Lesnar and going after him with the other arm, and then uh, like he kept on like he get suplex and land on his arm and be like, ah, my arm! It's so much pain! <laughs> and then he'd start hitting Lesnar with the cast and be like, oh, it doesn't hurt at all. I can just use this as a weapon. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> You can't sell it and then use it as a weapon? Like, you do it the other way. 
You use another weapon, and then it hurts you, and then you sell it. God damn it. <laughs> am I the only one who knows how injuries work? Yeah, you using you you're not suspending disbelief. Uh, uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh wasn't a fan of that. I like the one that they did before that though. So the fir- did Brock win the second one? Brock won the second one cuz yeah. uh, Cody passed out from the uh the Kimura. The com- the dreaded Kimura elbow lock. Yeah. On a broken arm, so um, wasn't a big that that felt like a Cody AEW match, you know, where he where he gets taken to the back and he gets fixed up and makes a hero's return. He's got too much stuff. Yeah, it just felt like th- too much of that. Like when Cody wrestled last year in the uh, the Hell in the Cell match, like that was how an injury match should be done, where it's like a big old target. And like, there's nothing you could do about it. That was like done perfectly. This one was done sort of like the, the opposite way. They should just bring Anthony Gogo back. I mean, I think he's still part of the roster. Their roster is just too, so bloated. Like nobody can get over because there's too many people. AEW. Yeah. Was he doing commentary on Dark for a little while? There's no more Dark or Dark Elevation. There's only uh. What's Di- the dynamite rampage and collision? What's no more BS Paul White doing? Uh, I don't know, biding his time before going back to WWE. Who do you? He had one match on pay per view, right? Yeah, QT Marshall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. They love their QT Marshall, and I don't get it. Like Mike Graham would have some things to say about QT Marshall. Never drew a dime. <laughs> he seems like a. He, what if uh, the next feud for Lethal and and Jared is QT and Hobbs? I would think that's a perfect spot for it. Uh, put it on Ring of Honor. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it keep it off Dynamite. They got to focus on like people who have good matches on Dynamite. Like, keep doing the House of Black thing, keep doing the Acclaim thing, have FTR there, like, those are, like, your consistents right now. Um, I feel like Blackpool Combat Club sort of treading water. Uh, that shit shouldn't exist. Same with the Elite. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the guy who's responsible for being Blackpool is not with the company anymore. Well, it's, I mean, it served a purpose for a minute, but we don't need... A, we don't need, we need Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. See, that's how bad it is. I'm calling him Daniel Bryan again. Brian Danielson needs to be wrestling singles matches against people that can have singles matches or people that can't have singles matches. I'm not against them having like a big brawl every now and then, but like he is clearly like the best wrestler on the roster. Yeah. The match he had with MJF, the Iron Man match was easily match of the year. Nothing else even comes close, but, uh, yeah, I can't even think of one, but, um, Rhea Charlotte. That was pretty good. I mean, if anything in WWE could be mentioned, it would be the Gunter uh, Sheamus match. But was that this year or was that last year? I forget. I guess they had the three way at WrestleMania. Yeah, I didn't like that as much as. The MJF Danielson match, though, was easily the best match so far this year. 
Who's MJF facing next? Um, Adam Con- Cole. He's Connors. He's facing Adam Cole this week. Um, they had a good promo off. I, I'm sure Jim Cornette hated it. Um, but after that, but he likes be- Adam Cole. He's he just- been calling himself the best of the world, so I feel like it's uh, CM Punk. I mean, it's the best thing. He- it's the best thing for everyone. Yeah. You can get three matches out of it. Well, I feel like you already had two. They had one good one. They had two really good ones. The one on TV was really good because they did the dusty finish and uh, called it back, and then MJF just won again. <laughs> and then they had the pay-per-view match, the dog collar match, which was really good. The collar yeah. match was really good. Did you see the um, the two-pack? Yeah. Good-looking. Good-looking two-pack. No, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, kind of on a figure freeze right now. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I mean, me too, but I might buy that LJN just so I make sure I have that poster. Yeah, I, I'm going to get the LJN. That's sort of the exception. But um, that's for sale right now if you go to ringside. Is it? Yep. It's 28 bucks. Uh, I'm waiting for it to be in stores. Which stores is it going to be in? Target and Walmart. Uh, okay. I mean, like, the Darby's. Like, I ordered one on ringside just because I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. And I found a Darby in stores, no problems. So. I never saw any of them. I also don't look every time I go in now. I always look. Be on it for the toys. <laughs> Not me. Should we uh, wrap this up? Yeah. We got 210. What do you want to leave them with? Um, give them Sami Zayn. We haven't done that in a while. Save!